Welcome to the very first episode of the Health, Love, and Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Brady Godfrey. I am a wife and mom of three boys. I'm a holistic nutritionist and a health coach. So on this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things wellness, from nutrition to parenting to relationships to gaining optimal health. Basically, no topic is going to be off limits on this podcast. And I'm going to help share methods to help you gain health, love, and happiness in all these areas of your life. So first and foremost, I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy this very first episode. So a friend recently asked me, hey, Brady, if you could give one piece of advice about wellness, what would that be? Just one. And I said, just one? Wow, that's hard. I, I don't. I don't know if I can do just one. There's so many that, that come to my mind. And I said, you know what? Let me, let me think for a second. And I thought, and I was like, what is the one thing that everybody always talks to me about the first time we meet? And I was like, yeah. And the one thing that I talk to everybody about constantly, and that is that health is a very individual process. So I was trained in this individualistic approach to wellness, not this one-size-fits-all mentality that we have gone to. And and today's episode is called, titled, You Can't Copy Your Way to Health. And it, I couldn't think of a better title to describe this, this whole phenomenon that people are doing. So let's get into that a little bit. First of all, I think it's super important that we're talking about this because lots of people don't even realize that that that's what's hindering them from reaching their wellness goals or or maybe that they've done it in the past. Um, just to be honest, in college, I probably did this when new things came out and I was like, oh, I want to try it until you really dig into your own personal body and what works for you. Um, so in this world of instant gratification, especially around weight loss, it can be really, really difficult to trust the process and to basically stay in your lane. For the past, I'd say, let's see, 19 years um, doing my wellness career, there has been one constant, and that is people want the same results as their friend, as their mom, as their coworker, as their neighbor, as the Instagram influencer. As we get all that coming in, that's a whole different ballgame. And if you follow me, I know you're probably tired of hearing me with this message of individuality. But I'm going to keep on saying it because I think it's so important until this hits home with everyone. You just cannot copy your way to health. Um, this message is worth repeating over and over again, in my opinion. What works for your friend or your family member just simply might not work for you. It, it just might not be your jam. So I want you to think about that and and going back, think about times where you tried to do things that worked for a friend and it just kind of failed. Or you might have been able to stick it out like for a few weeks and then it just pretty much failed. So when you see your friend who's lost lots of weight and looks incredible, it, it's very natural for you to be curious about what they've done. They look great. Um, they seem happy. They seem healthy. And so you're curious. I, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, what, what are you doing? You know, and getting tips and tools. I think it's great to ask that question and find out what exactly they have been doing um, and certain wellness influencers, what they've been doing. That's not a negative thing, not always a negative thing. Um, and maybe some can work for you, 
But where I strongly disagree, very, very strongly, is trying to replicate exactly what they have done. That's why I have such issues with programs, because as they have tons of benefits to them, what I see happening eight, nine times out of 10 is that you get in this very rigid program, and then in two months, you're having to come and meet with someone like me to kind of break it down for you and rebuild some of the damage that has been done. It's not that those programs come out to be damaging. It's not that they are don't have positives. It's just that simply sometimes being that rigid doesn't work for everyone. And you're not, you're so stuck on what that program's doing that you're not listening to your body of what your body really needs. So when I coach clients in nutrition and physical activity, which nutrition and physical activity are simply just two of the things that I coach clients in. That it's just two. When you look at wellness, and we'll talk about this all through this podcast, it, it is simply so much and so um, complex that it can overwhelm people. But it, it cannot just be physical activity and nutrition is what I'm saying. Those are simply two parts. But when people have lost weight, um, and here's the clincher, they have kept it off and do not have any disordered eating, meaning that they understand flexibility, meaning that they don't constantly think about food, meaning that they can eat certain foods that some people may deem off limits and be okay with it. That's what I mean by not having disordered eating. They have simply done the work. So when I've seen people who can keep it off and and mentally get, mentally be in a good place, they've done the work. And here's another question I get asked. Okay, Brady, what work are you talking about? I just want to get in my skinny jeans. So well, what is it that you really want me to do? Well, the work is that you have to really dig deep. And I know it stinks. I know it's not necessarily fun, but you have got to learn how to listen to your body and learning why you're doing what you're doing. If you're just doing what you're doing to fit in your skinny jeans, listen, I get it. I, I get it. I, I want to fit in my jeans too. And that's part of it. That's that I will never lie and say that I don't want to look a certain way. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there who say, yeah, it's great. Like health doesn't matter what you look like. And, and it does not matter what you look like, but that is a piece. Certain people want to be at a certain weight because they feel good at that weight. And that is just simply peace. That's not all you focus on that's where you're in the wrong. So there's some of the people who on the outside look, you know, fit and trim that have the most unhealthy habits on the inside and their bodies aren't really functioning well. So health is way more than just weight loss. The thing about comparing yourself to someone, uh, let's talk about, for instance, comparing yourself to someone on Instagram per se. This is a huge one I hear all the time. I I think that people who who put themselves out there and and blast one piece of information it can be very misguiding to the people who are absorbing it. Now, I will have to say that I tell everyone you must control what you absorb in life, whether that's what you're listening to, what you're seeing, what you're reading, all that's part of wellness. So think about that too before you fall in on anybody just anybody on Instagram. But let's talk about that. You see someone, they usually got their hot bod, you know, in a bikini, whatever it is, and it's eye-catching, and it's supposed to be, that's marketing, and 
they're saying, you know, I've tried this new program, look at my results. Well, human nature, guys, you're going to go straight to that. You know, you're going to say, wow, I want to look that way. I want to lose 20 pounds in two weeks or whatever the world they're advertising on weight loss. Let's talk about that. First, you truly do not know their entire story. You really, really do not know exactly what they did. This could be an individual that's taking weight loss pills. This could be an individual that likes to use Adderall as a weight loss form, uh, you know, weight um, loss supplement, I guess you should say, um, if, which let me make it clear, it's not a supplement, but people will, will say that it is to lose weight. The photo could be altered, which nine times out of 10, the photo is going to be altered. Uh, let's see what else. They could be losing weight in a less than healthy manner. That's usually the one I'm more concerned about. So when I work with people, if, if one of their goals is weight loss, we say half a pound to two pounds a week. Most people, um, I can figure out if we're a good fit. If they say, okay, yeah, that sounds great. I've had people look at me and say, absolutely not. I, I won't work with you because I want to lose five pounds a week. Okay, I'm not your girl. So you don't know what strategies they're truly using to have that weight loss that now you have deemed the next big thing because they look good on Instagram. So that's something to think about. You're basically comparing your present life self to a perfectly altered picture. So you're taking, all right, let's take me for instance. I'll use me as an example. You're a busy mom. You're, you're going from one place to another. Maybe you're at a practice. You pull up your Instagram. Your hair's thrown up. You're like, look, probably have a baseball cap on. You're like all over the place. You see this person on Instagram with this new weight loss program, and they look awesome. Well, basically in your brain, whether you like it or not, you just compared where you are presently sitting in the car waiting for your kids to get done with practice, probably shoveling something real fast in your mouth to eat to this perfectly curated picture. Do you see where that's a problem with the comparison? It just, it just doesn't work. So it's this false flawlessness that makes everyone looks perfect. So it's just what it is. Not necessarily bad, and I'm not saying Instagram's a bad, that's totally another episode that we'll talk about, but it's a part and it's where I see a lot of comparisons being made. So just kind of stop and think that where have we gotten with this false flawlessness? It's just not really, it's not life. Also, what I've learned too, if you put your value in an outside person, an event, um, you're releasing that power and happiness to someone else. So Whatever you're giving to someone else, if you put like your emotions, your your feelings and whatever you're seeing, whatever program, whatever it is, then you're, you're giving your power away and that's not how you're going to make change. But when you compare yourself to someone else's wellness journey, it's nine times out of t- 10 going to leave you feeling confused, unworthy and unhappy. So think about those three things. When you compare yourself to someone else's wellness journey, it is going to make you feel confused about what the world is going on because you might not be having the same results, unworthy, and unhappy. And those are three things that we do not want you to feel. I've seen it over and over again. I tell my clients, the first time we ever meet, I want you to put your earmuffs on. And they're like, what are you you talking about, ready, earmuffs? I'm like, listen, when you work with me, I want you to trust this process, trust what I'm telling you, trust that this is going to get you to where you are. But if you're listening to everybody else and everybody else's journey, 
it's going to confuse you. And you're going to come to me and you're going to say, but Brady, um, so-and-so is doing this. Like, maybe I should cut carbs. Maybe I should eat this. Maybe I should do that. And I'm going to tell you, I need you to focus on on you for a second, just on you. I wanted, and, and for me to tell you that is because I want you to start doing your own work. Find out what works for you. The comparing game will just prolong your goals. I see it over and over again because this is what most people do. They get on something, they they have some success. And I'm not talking just about weight loss, y'all. One of the number one things I ask my clients are, how are you feeling? About after a week, I'll text maybe three or four days because they usually see it then. How are you feeling? How is your energy level? We go through a whole list of things. The last thing on there is that weight loss. Because even if the weight loss hasn't budged, you have all these other things that eventually will make that weight loss budge. So... So I want you to just keep that in mind too. So the comparison will prolong your goals and just make it longer. And and nobody wants to do that long term. It's just not enjoyable. It's a one-way ticket to disappointment when you compare. Any, Any comparison, let's not even talk about wellness right now. Let's talk about parenting. Let's talk about relationships. Let's talk about anything. When you compare and when you take yourself outside of focusing on your inner growth and what's going on with you and your relationships, then that's when things get really murky and, and things you start becoming happy. It's just, it's just a one-way ticket to disappointment. The fitness field ultimately is after one thing. And, and I'm not trying to hate on the fitness field, but I just want your eyes to be open to certain aspects of it. And, and I've had people approach me many times. Why aren't you doing a program? Why aren't you doing this? You could make so much more income and money doing this. And I say, you know, it's it's hard because I get that. You know, I'd like to be able to reach more people, but I've done that with my book. And, and in that, you get to hear my voice of saying, listen, you've got to do the work. You've got to take this whole food diet and, and make it into what it is. But the fitness field is ultimately after money. They're after money. So why do you think that we put out these big programs? Because it's constantly generating money. If you're paying $40, $50 a week of this constant program, you're just generating money. And so, and in the meantime, not learning a lot of habits in the process. And I'm not hating on on all the programs. There's a lot of great programs out there that are simply great. They're great. They're developed for the masses. And they might work for you, but they might not because At the end of the day, your body is unique and you have specific goals and you have specific habits that you need to work on. So while I tell everyone, yes, hands down, a whole food food diet is what I recommend for everyone. So I I can recommend anyone having a whole food diet. What what does that mean though? Because some of my clients want to wake up and eat more carbs. Some of them want to just have protein. Some of them um, they, they struggle with eating breakfast. So we have to incorporate different, different meals for them that are easier to digest in the morning. There's so many more, um, habits that you have to address versus just, Hey, let's just go eat some whole foods. But at the end of the day, yes, a whole food diet can be eaten like everyone. I recommend everyone. Everyone can have success by eating whole foods 80 to 90% of the time. What that looks like for you is just, that's the part that's going to take some work. This is why a more individual approach works long-term. Because if you're 
catering it for yourself, then you're more likely to stay with it. I have some friends that want flexibility on weekends. I do not use the word cheat. I don't like the word cheat because that means you're doing something really wrong. And it's not. Like if you want to indulge in some wine or just food that is not whole food, it maybe it might be more processed. That is okay, guys. Like food is meant to be enjoyed. We are meant to be happy. I'm not saying connect your happiness to food, but I'm just saying food is a cultural thing. It is how we socialize. So having more flexibility is a really great thing. A lot of these programs don't have a lot of flexibility. So then you see a lot of binge restrict, binge restrict, um, and the whole copycat thing. So I'll never lie to you. Wellness takes work. Uh, Copying is always going to be your easy way out. And I say that in a loving way, not to make you feel bad, not to talk down about certain things. Because like I said, you can get benefits from doing a lot of these programs, especially the ones that are integrating the whole foods. But it's going to take work. And I'll never tell you otherwise. It is a decision you get to make every single day. It is a decision you get to make every single meal. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I make a healthy decision pretty much about 80 to 90% of the time. Now, I will also say that I will eat chips and salsa. I will eat nachos. I will have some tequila here and there. I love whipped cream. I eat it. Ask my boys. They'll hear me doing that noise, you know, and they'll be like, oh my God, mom's eating whipped cream again but I'm not even eating it every day, okay? But I also give myself um, this this permission to be a human and to just say, okay, this choice, I know when I make this choice that it doesn't have the best ingredients in it. So next time I'm going to make a better decision. But eight times out of 10, I'm making great whole foods decisions. So every single day you get to make that decision. It's, it's, a really a wonderful thing when you stop and think about it. Instead of looking at the answers outside and of, of yourself and with other people, I want you to go within. So let, let's talk about what you need to do to go within and to really, really look. You got to go within. You got to focus on connection. Connection to your truth, why you want to be doing this, what feels good in your body, you, you got to put on, like I said, you got to put on those earmuffs and you, you got you to gotta do the work. You've got to really look at what feels good in your body instead of looking at what feels good or what you think should be right. Learning is difficult. When you look at your children, do you see them struggling in school? Maybe not all of them, but when I look at my children, they're working really hard in school and, and they struggle. You know, it, learning... For your body, it's no different, guys. And most of the time, no one teaches this tool. So if you're listening to this now and you're in your 30s, your 40s, whatever, 50s, 60s, whatever it might be, it's never too late to start learning what works with your body because guess what? We've never been taught how to sit and listen and, and figure out what works with us. You, you have to be present. So while we waste countless hours diving into how other people live and perform, think about how much time you spend scrolling or doing or worrying about how other people are living and what's going on and who's doing what, that you have no idea what's going on internally in your body. So these are all tools that I work with my clients on, which 
you know, some people, when they come to me, want these, these fast things, you know, these fast quick fixes. And I'm not a quick fix kind of girl because this, doing this right here, stopping your scrolling, being present. So when you see yourself, and let me just say, I am not immune to this. I'll catch myself doing this where I'll start scrolling and I'm like, oh, God, what am I doing? I need to be present with myself because maybe I've had an off day. So I want to sit here and just breathe for three minutes while my kids aren't being crazy, which is which is honestly really rare, but always trying to be present. And even, or that's a great example, even being with your kids. Let's be present with our kids. You know, this whole like escaping our kids and, and not being present, even when they're uncomfortable moments, even when we're having huge meltdowns or people are being moody or whatever it is, be present with it, be with it, sit with it. I think one of the biggest things we do not do in this new lifestyle that most people have is we don't sit in anything that's uncomfortable. And wellness can be uncomfortable. Raising kids can be uncomfortable. Being in relationships can be uncomfortable. And that doesn't mean you get up and you run away from what's uncomfortable. You sit in it, you do the work. And that, that's one of my biggest tools in my toolbox for my clients. You sit in it and you do the work. And what feels best when you start um, or when a professional has guided you, what feels best for you is what I want you to dig into. So I have clients who call and they're like, God, I feel so good now. I feel really great. I feel energized, you know, and this is working for me. And I always say, okay, do you feel deprived in any way? Is there anything that you want to work on? Are there any things that don't feel right in your body for you? Um, because this is another thing people want to say, hey, what exactly do you do, Brady? What exactly is that you're doing? Well, I'm going to give you recipes that are healthy. I'm going to give you habits that you can work on, but my habits are going to be different than your habits. So, you know, while I have certain trigger foods, you might have different ones. While I have certain stressors, you might have different ones. So while we can do some of the similarities um, or something similar, you, you can't do everything as how I do it. You can just see tools and you can pick them up. So listening to your body, how are you feeling, and... My clients guide me by what works for their bodies. So when they tell me, just like I was saying, when they tell me, hey, I don't feel great right now, like I'm starving, and I always say, okay, what did you eat? Let's tweak that a little bit. And so it's a lot about figuring out, or hey, did you sleep well last night? Um, how have your kids been? If you have kids, how's your relationship? How's work going? It's just so much more than just one thing. And when you bring these questions up to people, they'll say, oh, man, you're right. I slept really poorly last night, or I had a big fight with my spouse, or my kids were having a moment. And and all this, whether you like it or not, affects your health. It, it's not like we're you're never going to get rid of those things, but you're going to learn how to deal with them, and you're going to learn how to nourish your body so you deal with those things better. When you start comparing and getting distracted, um, I want you to stop and think for a second because we all do this. And this is how I'm going to end today with this, with this in mind. I want you to work on this. When you see yourself starting to compare, we all do it, guys. Guess what? I do it too. Like I've worked so much on this that I've gotten pretty good at it. And I feel in a place where I don't compare because I'm like, whatever. But it's natural. It's a human thing to compare. But where you can change and where I tell everybody, you can have those thoughts come in of comparison. But what I want you to do, I don't, I don't want those thoughts to take up resonance. 
thoughts in your house and your home, and that's your body, because all that will make an impact on your health. I want you to take a breath. I want you to breathe in and out three times, and then I want you to reset. Reset that, reset that thought. Okay, yeah, my friend just got on a plane and went somewhere fabulous, and I'm, um, you know, throwing out food to my kids and whatever. You might feel off with that. And you, you stop and you say, you know what, though? I, I'm here and I'm present and I'm with my children, and that's exactly where I want to be. And you, you reframe those thoughts that come in. So practice living your life is what I want you to say, which I want you to do. Practice living your life and enhancing your wellness journey by focusing on you and, and not everyone else. And while learning from others is important, and in fact, what I do in life, I, I help people learn, I educate them, it is when you lose that ability to listen to your body and become distracted that that's when it becomes a problem. And that is what I'm going to leave you with today. So don't feel like you can't learn from others, but be aware and be present when your body and when your mind and when you're distracted from you. And and practice resetting, practice breathing, practice coming back to what works for you and your body. And a lot of this, guys, is going to be trial and error. You are going to find things that work for you, you're going to find things that don't work for you. And guess what you figured out? And one more thing too, things work for you at different stages of your life, okay? So I laughed with a friend the other day because they were saying, you know, yada, yada, this used to work for me. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You know, taking tequila shots on bars used to work for me and drinking draft beer. That doesn't work for me anymore. So I got to think of a different method. So you have to realize that Things change. Your life changes. You change. Your wellness goals and your wellness journey will change as well. But what I want you to remember is that it is your path, your journey. Stay in your lane. Really start to be mindful of who you're following, what you're listening to, and and put on your earmuffs, friends. Put them on. Work on yourself. And with doing those techniques that I've talked to you about today, I promise you, you will get closer and closer to your wellness goals. And and I hope you guys took some great tips from this today. And if you like this episode, please share it on Instagram and follow me on Instagram at Brady B. Godfrey and, and share with your friends. And I hope you have a wonderful day, guys. I'm wishing you all health, love, and happiness. Have a great day. <laughs>